Hey there listeners, welcome to Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who aren't quite nerds but not quite nudes choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Ashvin, I'm on the phone with my friend Brian, and today we'll be reviewing the 2014 American horror film Tusk, written and directed by Kevin Smith and starring Michael Parks, Justin Long, Haley Joel Osment, and my future wife Genesis Rodriguez. Uh, Brian, <laughs> were, were you aware of that? Uh, I did not know that you guys had something going on there, but congrats, man. Hey, yeah, thanks, man. The, you know, the paperwork's in the mail, and uh, I'm sure I'll be getting an invite sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I, I chose this movie, um, I don't know why, but I, I think it, like, it suddenly came up on my Netflix uh, a few times, and I was starting to read some buzz about it on the internet. Um, I, I feel like it might have been mostly negative. But I thought it was one that could be kind of off the cuff and worth worth checking out. Had you heard about this movie at all? I had no idea that this movie existed. No kidding, really? Yeah. Oh man, you know, I feel like in the past when I've looked at like some of the best horror films uh, of like you know the last like few recent years, this one always came to the top in like the Google search. Um, but yeah, I think it was like very under the radar for a lot of people. This came to the top of a Google search for the best movies in the past few years? Yeah. I mean, a lot of times when we pick these movies, I'm like Googling best horror films like past like, you know, f- four or five years. And and this yeah. actually, I, you know, for better or worse, it does come up as as uh, one of the icons under the search bar. Uh, I can wow. tell I can tell you like, <laughs> you're not you're not convinced. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but for some reason when we do these, I like try to keep my feelings about the movie yeah. secret for a while. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I know. This is a horrible movie. Oh man, that's what I was hoping you'd say. So I think <laughs> I think this is going to be like our review of uh, Teeth All Over Again, which we didn't release that podcast, but uh, I think we're in for a good discussion here. Yeah. So this will be a fun one. So, uh, I, so I didn't realize it was Kevin Smith going into this until, uh, you know, the ending credits, uh, do, were you aware of it going into it? No. Well, I guess I saw it at the beginning. Oh, oh man, I missed it there too. They must've shown it at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. They... Um, also I think you forgot to mention a star or, uh, an actor. Yeah. One big actor, which I didn't realize you're talking about like the cameo. Yeah. I didn't realize it was Johnny Depp. I know, he's not even, like, actually credited at the end, right? I don't think so, because I thought I read all the credits, and then I didn't realize Johnny Depp was in it until I did all my, like, Wikipedia and IMDb jazz. I know, I know. You think, like, his name, like, would definitely, like, jumped out at you. But I, I, don't right. think, I don't think in the movie they actually credit him. They, like, just refer to his character as Guy LaPonte or whatever. Okay. Which I think only speaks to how good this movie is, given Johnny Depp was in it. Uh, but, like, I mean... Has he ever done a bad movie? <laughs> That's the incredible thing about this movie is that it... Well, I guess these aren't really big names, but like Michael Parks is a good actor. Johnny Depp is sometimes a really good actor. Yeah. Kevin Smith's done some great movies. Yeah. Or at least critically acclaimed movies. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and yet it's very bad. <laughs> Well, that's yet to be determined. <laughs> we'll figure that out in a second. But uh, you, you grew up with like Kevin Smith, right? Like you saw uh, Clerks and um, like Mallrats and all all those classics, right? Jay you know, saw. I don't know that I can say I did. I feel like I saw Clerks and Mallrats, but 
didn't yeah. really care or wasn't paying attention. I feel like I was too young to really understand it. Yeah, those slacker movies kind of came out at a weird time for us because uh, it was like early 90s. We were probably up up like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bots at that time. So, yeah. yeah. But but I I mean, like, I've, I think I've gone back and like seen some of those and, and they're actually like really smart and like well written and capture like this genre of uh, slacker films that I, I thought were really good back then. Yeah, for sure. I know they they get buzzed about quite a bit. Yeah. And and uh, I don't I think this might be like the first horror film that Kevin Smith has done. I, I don't know if you looked at his filmography at all. Uh, I don't think I saw any horror stuff on there, although. Yeah, this is a trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's building this one out now, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Unfortunately, so the second <laughs> one's already made and then the third one is yet to come. Cool. All right. I guess we got our viewing uh, list ahead of us for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they aren't uh, related. I mean, they're like kind of spin-offs it seems. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I I I'm curious to see what how, how those tie into this. But the overall story of this uh before diving into the spoilers is uh a, a, a pair of podcasters. Well, one guy from this pair of podcasters travels up to Canada to uh interview um someone whose video they found and that person isn't there anymore, and then he goes on this adventure and talks, ends up talking to someone else, and uh, it goes down a dark path. Um, Brian, I mean, this was these were, these were two guys doing a podcast. So did you feel like a sense of familiarity here, or like something you could bond with? <laughs> it was a little interesting to watch that <laughs> plot point, but they're right off the bat so like raunchy and dumb. Yeah, like, they are not likable, and they don't even try to make them likable. Yeah. I mean, the, the podcast they're running is called The Nazi Party. I think they're they're potentially, like, trying to be this very, uh, you know, not likable, really aggressive, uh, douchebaggy kind of podcast, which, I don't know, maybe we should take some notes on that. I mean, they seem like they're doing pretty well. Yeah, he was saying, at one point, he was saying how he made $100,000 in ads alone yeah. last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're, like, talking about spending, like, $10 in ads. Potentially, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think that maybe that's what it takes to break it in the in the podcast genre. Be a big stupid jerk. <laughs> yeah, that that stuff sells. Look at our president. You know, <laughs> it works. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it sells. Um, I thought it was really cool to see uh, the guy from The Sixth Sense on there. Have Have you seen him in a while? No, Haley Joel Osment is a grown up. Yeah, he has. He has. Uh, yeah, I I thought the name looked super familiar, but uh, I couldn't place him. But he hasn't been anything recently that you recognized him from? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't check his filmography, though. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, and, and then uh, Genesis Rodriguez, I mean, other than the fact that we're getting married, I hadn't heard of her otherwise, but had you? I hadn't seen anything, no. Okay. Michael Parks, you mentioned, who, it looks like he's been in some Quentin Tarantino movies. You know this guy? Yep. Uh, he looked a little familiar, probably from the Tarantino movies, but, uh, I wasn't like, I didn't know him by name. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, he looked familiar to me as well, but definitely yeah. not a name out of place. And, uh, and Justin Long, I mean, I thought like, uh, I, I thought he was like hilarious, man. And like, I only know him from Dodgeball, but he like carried this movie pretty well. I mean, you don't agree? You know, he, well, you probably also know him from Drag Me to Hell. Did you ever see that? Oh, yeah, you're right. He's the boyfriend or something. Yeah, and he was the Mac in those Mac PC commercials from years ago. Oh, that was him? He was the, the Mac or was he the PC? Oh, he was the he Mac. He was the Mac. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. No. Um. But actually, you know, I didn't think his acting was that bad. I just yeah. thought nobody's acting was really bad in this. It, it was yeah. the weirdest bad movie I've ever seen. I know. I'm really surprised because this movie has a lot of the things that like you and I have talked about makes the movie good. Like, you know, great acting, great characters, uh, good scripting and all that. Uh, and, you know, good good performances. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to dive into why uh, this movie didn't uh, you know feel too good for you. Um, was this a Canadian film? Uh, oh, good question. I'm not sure if it was or not. I know A24 produced it with somebody mm-hmm. else, Damaris or something like that. Okay. And uh, I think A24. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, I know it premiered in, in Toronto at their, their film festival. Kevin Smith might be Canadian. Uh, doesn't No, he's American. Never mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of crossover there. Uh, yeah. This yeah. takes place in Canada. It does, yeah, exactly, in like Manitoba or something. And then A twenty four. Speaking of A twenty four, I mean, we've uh, enjoyed quite a few of their films lately, right? Yeah, they've made some amazing movies. Yeah, and you still, you still, you, you think this one might not have been on that list of amazing movies on A twenty four? Not at all. <laughs> yeah. All right, that, that's fair. Um, you know, it's interesting. This one kind of fits into a trend. Uh, you know, we saw Get Out last year and A Quiet Place. Um, and, you know, those are first-time horror film directors uh, and from, like, comedic backgrounds. Um, so I thought this one is kind of similar in that sense. Oh, yeah, interesting. Comedic background, true. Yeah. And, and this was a horror comedy, by right. the way. It's sure. supposed to be funny. Yeah. And it was, like, supposed to be bad. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was supposed to be like like a, like cheesy bad. Yeah, and maybe not supposed to be bad, but supposed to be like stupid. It, oh, it was, and outlandish. Yeah, because I mean, the background of this is Kevin Smith. I don't know if it's his podcast or this other dude's podcast, but there's a a podcast called Smodcast. Right. And there's an episode where they're they basically just make this movie up on the spot from what yeah. I could understand. I didn't listen to the podcast. I didn't, yeah. And, and, and then, then mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, and, and then they kind of like crowdsource the idea or something and they ask people to like say, should we make this movie or not? Yeah. And yeah. they like said, hashtag walrus yes or hashtag walrus no, like tweet us on mm-hmm. the Twitter. Yeah. Do you know if they did that for the rest of the trilogy that came after this or did they just keep going after everyone? I uh, think they just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a be careful what you ask for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. Uh, horror comedies. I mean, I, I know like you've liked a few in the past that we've seen. Um, what do you think like made this one different than like a Dead Snow or um, I, I guess like Death Gasm? Was that what that one was called? Oh, yeah. That uh, was a good one. Yeah. Or I, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I feel like what really made it... <laughs> It's hard to explain why a movie is bad sometimes, but it wasn't funny. I didn't think, like, I never really laughed. Yeah. And a lot of horror comedies incorporate some of the comedy into the horror scenes. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they really did that, or if they did, it wasn't very yeah, effective. I think you're right, yeah. I mean, th- this one, like, I know they call it a, a horror comedy or whatever. I, I actually I wouldn't have thought of that. I mean, I, I know it's like an outlandish idea, and they, like, took it to an extreme. But you're right, like, in the execution of it, like, the horrors, like, didn't actually have uh, a lot of the, the comedic elements, like, a dead snow would have, like, within the horror sequences. 
But would you say like the buildup for this had like a lot of horror, like you know before it actually like like just watching uh, Justin Long's character progress? Um, the the buildup had some horror. I thought the buildup was actually pretty boring. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what it was it was so funny though. I mean, he, this, this character was like so engaging. And he runs a podcast, so it's like really relatable for us. And then that whole scene, like where he goes to Canada and and the the immigration conversation, you, you didn't get any of that. Yeah, I just thought it was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. He's like such a jerk right off the bat that it's hard to then like. Yeah. I guess for me, I was just immediately like, eh. Yeah. And there's just so much else wrong with this movie. We're like reviewing this movie right off the bat. I know. <laughs> it uh. <laughs> The pacing was really off to me. Like, they spent a lot of time on scenes that didn't matter. Yeah. Uh, they st- So it starts off, <laughs> since we're bouncing all over the place, it starts yeah. off with these dudes in their podcasting studio watching a video of a dude called, like, the Kill Bill Kid, who's basically that, like, it's a parody of that Star Wars kid who was, like, swinging a sword around on YouTube and everyone made fun of him. I, I thought that, wasn't that a Arrested Development joke? Like, George Michael would always be, like, practicing Star Wars in the garage? Yeah, and that was a spoof of that. Oh, no kidding. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, this dude cuts off his own leg with the sword. Yeah. And they're just, like, laughing at him and making fun of him. A kid who's cut off his own leg, which yeah. is dumb, but it's just like, okay, these guys are jerks. Yeah. And he's just a jerk through the whole thing. Yeah. And he was supposed to be kind of smart-ass and funny. I just didn't think that his lines were funny. I think uh, Justin Long was doing a decent job, but yeah. I didn't like the dialogue. You didn't like the dialogue? Okay, you didn't think it was like smart enough or clever enough? No. Yeah. Or just, I mean, maybe it was smart or clever, or just something about it wasn't funny. Yeah. You know, I, I should probably uh, make a, a small disclaimer here. I, I watched this uh, on a plane on my iPhone, and I feel like generally when I watch movies on the plane, I tend to like them a lot more than when I'm like at home watching it. Have, have you ever done this before? Interesting. Uh, no, I'm, I mean, I've watched them on like the back of the seat in front of me, but... Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, do you ever feel like there's like an elevation effect where a movie like seems <laughs> a lot better on the plane? Maybe, you know, it's because of the altitude or... Maybe it's just because you have, like, nothing to stare at except the back of a seat. So anything that's, like, coming at you, you're just, like, blown away by it. I want to make some sort of a pun about you being high, but <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it be. All right. It's it's implied. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, uh, I've made similar mistakes with the movie uh, Snatched, the one with, uh, uh, who's that, McCarthy? Melissa, was it Melissa? No. Uh, I forget what that girl's name is now. Uh, that one comedian, blonde girl. Melissa McCarthy? Is that her? The bl- no, it's not Melissa McCarthy. Who's the other one? Oh, Schumer. Amy Schumer. Uh, oh, wait, what movie? Uh, Snatched. It's like her and her mother are like on an island. They get kidnapped. Oh, oh that looks bad. Yeah, and I like saw it on a plane. I, I, could, I was like dying. And like I got here and I was like, <laughs> oh, we got to watch it. You know, my wife and I sat down and we watched it. It was so bad. And then, and then, and then also on, on the same trip, uh, just recently, I also watched Rampage, the Dwayne Johnson one where he like, works with some gorillas to like take down some uh, things that are attacking Chicago and I thought it was great but now that I'm thinking about it it's probably not that great <laughs> so there's, there's a Maybe chance there's here there's something to that yeah yeah there's, there's a chance here this movie uh, you, you might be right this might be a terrible movie <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna go down defending this one until I watch it uh, on, on a plane okay uh, sounds uh, good yeah watch it off plane 
Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Uh, the critics, it looks like, mostly are kind of negative on this one. Is that- yeah, for the most part. I and mean, there's definitely critics who said it was good, but for the most part, people thought it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like look up reviews for Tusk, and it's like, why Tusk is the worst movie that came out this year or something? And it's like, wow, pretty brutal. Yeah, and it was sh- this movie was shot in like... 15 18 days i saw different numbers but oh yeah basically it was under three weeks that they shot this movie yeah right it was definitely a rush job uh yeah. and it looks like they lost the money on this they maybe the budget was three million and they only made like 1.8 million on it so yep. not, not a big this success a flop. yeah unfortunately um well it's uh any, any other background here about the movie before we dive into the plot uh, I think the only other thing um, that was interesting to me, so Michael Parks, who plays the creep, essentially, yeah, he's very fond of the sea, <laughs> which we'll see more about later. He, the real man, Michael Parks, passed away recently, and he had a full body burial at sea. Oh, wow. Which I didn't even know you could do that. So, like, not a cremation, just, like, literally they dug a grave in the sea? (laughs) No, they just, like, let his body go in the water. Wow. Wouldn't it just, like, wouldn't it just come up somewhere? I think they have to do certain things to make sure that it will sink. Okay. I don't know what those grisly details are like, but, um, yeah. Wow. So, apparently, this is something, like, the Navy and the Coast Guard do often. Oh, okay. Uh, and the EPA is cool with it. But you have to do it in water 600 feet deep. Okay. Interesting. So when the Navy or Coast Guard does this, and they have done it on Lake Erie, oh. north of Ohio, uh-huh. they have to cremate people. Oh, wow. Oh, they have to cremate the person? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because Lake Erie isn't deep enough. Yeah. Wow. There's, there's your Ohio connection? Yeah, it's kind of a lame one, but I hate this movie so much I don't care. <laughs> it wasn't worth any other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's interesting. I, I didn't know like Erie wasn't more than six hundred feet deep, but I actually I don't know how deep that is. Is that is that pretty deep? Yeah, it's six hundred feet deep. I mean, is six hundred feet like really deep? <laughs> is that... Uh, I don't I don't know. I it sounds pretty deep to me. I mean, uh... I would guess for the ocean, it's nothing. Like the ocean gets to be miles deep. Yeah. Right. I mean, one of the biggest lakes in the country, you're saying, isn't more than 600 feet deep? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I should have looked up what Lake Erie's deepest point was. Yeah. And it it wasn't, yeah, interesting. Uh, Wow. Okay. So, good good one. So, no one's being buried there. That's only cremations that are going on in Lake Erie. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know for our Ohio connection there. All right, well, uh, let's take a quick break before uh, we dive into the plot. Um, you know, I'm drinking a, a tea right now, and I'm starting to feel kind of sleepy. Uh, so I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, it's actually tea and hasn't been laced with anything. So let's take a quick Oof. break, all right? All right, man. Good luck. All right, thanks. All right, Brian, we're back. Yeah, how you feeling? 
pretty good. It turns out the tea was okay. There was just a, a brown uh, recluse spider on my shirt that I had to uh, nick off. And that was actually making me <laughs> sleepy. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to watch out for those uh, brown spiders, man. They'll, they'll put you to sleep. Man, I saw a guy get bit in the ankle by one of those things. Yeah. And it was just a giant hole in his ankle. Holy like, shit, really? It was the grossest wound I've ever seen in real life. Wow. Oh my god, was this in Nashville? Uh, it was on the Appalachian Trail. Somewhere oh, okay. in Virginia, I think. Yeah. It was pretty gnarly. He had to get off the trail for a while. And so you saw that and didn't like run home immediately after seeing that? You chose <laughs> to spend another few months on the trail? <laughs> no, it shook me a bit, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's freaky. I, I thought they're like pretty small spiders, but they're, they're the most dangerous, right? Um, I wouldn't, I don't think most dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think it was a brown recluse that bit this dude, unless maybe it was a black widow. I think it was brown recluse. Okay. Did you, did you see the spider? No, no. It was just like in a hotel room in like a town on the trail. I Damn. Walked into this room with a bunch of people hanging out and he was like, check this out. Yeah. Gross. And this, this is why you don't go outside. This is, yeah. <laughs> stay, stay inside and watch horror films. It's a lot better than what's out there. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, well, we'll talk about the brown spider uh, presence in this movie uh, later. Um, but yeah, I, I guess we'll just kick off here. So the movie kicks out. You're introduced to two guys who are podcasters, and they work for a podcast called the Nazi Party. Uh, not as in Nazi, the German party, but as in Nazi, like you didn't see something party, which I, I thought was kind of clever off the bat. Like, you know, these guys are assholes. They're trying to instigate people, and uh, you know they, they're just out there to like make money and like... Uh, you know, do this kind of annoying podcast, and, uh, and, and th- this is where we're introduced to the main character Wallace, who's played by Justin Long, and his friend Teddy, who's played by Haley, uh, whatever that guy's name, Haley Joel Osment. Yep. And uh, Brian, you didn't find their uh, humor any interesting at that point. There, did no, it wasn't funny. D- didn't vibe you? Okay. None of their lines were funny. Okay. Note to self about Brian's tolerance for douchebag jokes. Uh, <laughs> So then, oh yeah, so they, they, it starts off, they're watching a video of this dude who like uh, cuts his leg off by accident doing some Star Wars uh, stuff in his garage, and they're like having a ball at it, and the guy Wallace uh, is like, oh man, I gotta go to Canada and interview this guy, and he plans to fly out, um, and he goes to Manitoba, I think that's, that's, that's where it takes place, um, but when he gets there, he finds that the kid has uh, killed himself. And it's kind of a, a sad scene where well, that scene was actually kind of funny because he like shows up at the house, uh, the parents are like mourning, and he's just like all pissed. He's like, "What the you know what the hell? Like, what, why? I, I can't believe this happened." So it was just kind of I thought they were making fun of Americans in a really funny way, like throughout this whole movie in that uh, dichotomy dichotomy between them and the Canadians. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, I guess maybe a little bit. Like he's just such an asshole. Yeah, he's such an asshole. And, and in like, uh, you know, even when he's getting to Canada, there's like, one of the funniest scenes is him talking to this, uh, immigration officer and they just have like this back and forth about like what the Canada flag represents and his whole thing about like how Canadians don't get sad because, you know, Americans have red, white, and blue in their flag, but Americans or Canadians don't have that blue in their flag and they just have optimism in there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, th- I thought that like that, that was really hilarious. Red and white and never blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You you weren't into that? Yeah. I don't know, man. You got those plane giggles going on. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So, so he's in Manitoba. The kid who was going to interview is has killed himself. So he's at a bar and he's pissed. And uh, oh, I think it's worth mentioning that he throughout this movie he has like this mustache, which kind of makes him look like this creepy pedophile, uh, and just adds yeah. to like his character a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, he's he's at a bar. He's pissed, uh, and he finds like a note in the bathroom uh, of this guy saying like, "Hey, you know, uh, we're looking for looking for someone to come live in my house." Uh, you don't have to pay anything. You just have to kind of entertain me and take care of yourself. And you get and I have all these interesting stories that you can hear. And so he's like, oh, cool. You know, maybe while I'm here, I can actually get a good story. And he like grabs uh, this big, uh, what do they call it? Like a chug-a-lug? Like uh, the... Chug-a-lug is what it was called in the movie, but I think it was a spoof on a big gulp. Yeah, exactly. See, I, I feel like there's so much U.S. Canadian humor going on here. Like the, the what's it called in the U.S.? A, a big... Big gulp? Yeah. Okay. And then the Canadian version is a chug of luck. Yeah. So, so like he grabs one of those and hits, hits the road. Comedic gold. Yeah, I know. And then, and then like there's a scene of him like at the convenience store asking these like uh, two girls who work there, like, you know, where's the, 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 you know, this place that he's going to. And they kind of give him some stuff and like, oh, these fucking Americans, you know. So the, I, I really yeah. I really enjoy the tension between the Americans and the Canadians going into this. Uh, yeah, and he like makes lame jokes about how they say a boot in Surrey. Oh yeah, he's like calling which them is out just on it. Like, oh, come on, everybody knows that. Yeah, those two convenience store girls were Kevin Smith's daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. Oh, I didn't realize. Wow. Oh my god, that's crazy. And uh, yeah, and are they in the in the offshoot or something? Yeah, the second movie is. A spinoff with the those two as the main characters. Okay, cool. Yeah, ah man, because that, that they had such a minor role in this that that's kind of interesting that uh, they got picked up, and I didn't realize they had the family uh, relation there. Small world. Yeah, and they were clerks in a convenience store. Damn, like the movie Clerks. Not unlike Clerks. Yeah. yeah. So then this guy goes. Uh, Wallace goes. He hits the road. He drives out like two hours and gets to this guy's house. And this guy's name is Howard Howe. Um, and he's like, this is Michael Parks, and he's like kind of this old, like, recluse. And there's something, like, creepy about him, like, right off the bat. Like, he kind of walks in, and there's, like, a fire running. And this guy, like, kind of has uh, a very, like, um, I don't know, he's kind of, like, old and, like, very, uh, you know, um, wasn't there, like, something creepy about him right off the bat? Yeah, he was in a wheelchair, and he was just, yeah. To tell you the truth, maybe the acting isn't great, because he was very, like, over-the-top creepy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, he's in a wheelchair, and he was, like, kind of watching him, like, in this weird way. Uh, but he was, like, going on about these stories and stuff and these adventures that he had had as a as, as a young person. Uh, so then, oh, so he's, so he, he gives uh, Wallace some tea, which turns out to be, like, delicious. And Wallace is, like, loving it and drinking it up. And meanwhile, he's kind of narrating to Wallace, like, some stories about, like, you know, how he met, uh, was it Hemingway that he met? can't remember now yeah what sure a, sure some, some famous author who was around during world war ii or something um and then he, and then uh uh this guy um wallace finds like this uh big like bone which turns out to be like uh uh how, what's the technical term for what what that bone was uh walrus penis okay that's the technical term for it <laughs> is that really what it was yeah, oh, that's okay. what it was supposed to be. Yeah, okay. Uh, and he like the old guy talked about how a lot of animals have a bone in their penis, unlike humans. 
<laughs> and then meanwhile, yeah. Justin Long is like doing all these fake sex acts to the yeah. bone. Yeah, like which was just more not funniness to me. This, I mean, this is this was like this was like the ultimate. Here you have this like Canadian gentleman, like this old uh, guy with Michael Parks, and and you have like this brash like American asshole in uh, in uh, in Wallace. Uh, you know, in, in like, you know, just being like really over the top and inappropriate. I, I just thought that, that, that scene was like really funny in, in terms of how it was playing out. Um, but you, you didn't think that was that funny. <laughs> just, just this is gonna, how many times are we going to do this? <laughs> I know. I'll, I'll remind you how funny something was just to confirm that. <laughs> yeah. And tell me why it was funny. Yeah. Sometimes you got to explain this kind of humor. Uh, so Anyway, during this conversation, uh, Howard talks about, he's like, yeah, you know, I actually, uh, once I was in this shipwreck, I was lost at sea, and I, this walrus, like, saved my life, took me uh, on, on the land and, like, protected me until, you know, I was found. And that's kind of the last thing uh, that this guy Wallace hears, the, the podcaster, uh, until, like, he passes out, because uh, it turns out the tea was laced. But the next morning he wakes up, and he's like strapped onto a wheelchair and like feeling like really drugged and Howard like starts telling him like oh you got bit by like this brown recluse spider and there's this local doctor who's come to save your life but you can't talk to him and he's gotten rid of all the phones and he's just like I feel like he was laughing at himself like as he was like making up this like ridiculous lie to Wallace and Wallace is like well can I go to the hospital can I like call him or can I get a phone and he's just and, and Howard's like telling him like all the reasons he can't but he's like laughing as he's doing it uh, you, do you remember that at all? Yeah, just I couldn't figure out what was going on there. He was like a really bad liar, but I know. <laughs> well, that, that was so funny. Like he was like torturing. Like it was obvious. Like he's like you know poisoned this kid and, and captured him. Uh, but he was like making up a lie. But he's like laughing the whole time about it. And Wallace is just like sitting like really confused. Like what the hell's going on? <laughs> and I think the audience is kind of feeling that too a bit. Yeah, I don't feel like he was like outright laughing. Well, maybe he was like trying to contain his laughter. Yeah, there's there's a slight chuckle, and you could tell like something, like this guy knew something and was like having a good time at at this guy's expense, and he, and he couldn't really figure out why at that point. Yeah, yeah, and so and so Brian's obviously loving this movie so far. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so one of the things that I think this movie does like pretty well, it like it, it kind of jumps back and forth in time. So as this narrative is progressing, it flashes back to, you know, uh, well, like flashbacks of Wallace and his girlfriend, Allie, and how like Allie's being like, oh, you've changed. You're not the same Wallace you used to be. You've become this asshole. And um, if and if it flashes back to um, how Allie's like kind of having an affair with his, his friend, who's a podcaster, uh, Teddy. And going on about, you know, Wallace was cheats on me and, like, you're the only reason, only thing I have. So I thought they did an effective job there of, like, kind of building his character to let you know, like, he really has, like, become this asshole um, that, you know, even his girlfriend doesn't like and his friend kind of doesn't even like him and they're kind of hooking up in the background. Um, all, all just for context purposes, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was character development. I feel like it could have been done more subtly. It was just, like, this really long, drawn-out scene between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Where she's just like, you used to be nice. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, not anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now the new Wallace, uh, who makes $100 million or something in, uh, was it $100,000? Yeah, like yeah, the old Wallace didn't make any money or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got to figure out how to be the new Wallace, man. 
Yeah, we just got to start being jerks. I'm starting by hating this movie (laughs) and telling you you don't know what's funny. Oh my god, I'm going to tell you why this movie is the best movie we've seen this year. (laughs) We get into that. Uh, So, um, so Wallace, I think, is starting to figure out like you know things aren't right. Uh, You know, he he wakes up in the evening and he's having dinner with Howard at the table. He's still like strapped to this wheelchair, and he's like on morphine, so he can't move. and he's starting to realize, like, oh, shit, you know, like, Howard is like, done something to me, he's, like, poisoning me, and he's, like, screaming at him, and, uh, Howard is, like, going on being, like, uh, you know, I'm gonna transform you into this walrus, and, uh, Wallace, like, doesn't even know, like, what that means, and so, at some point, he gets a hold of his phone and tries, leaves a message for Teddy and Allie, his friend and his girlfriend who are hooking up, and is, like, you know, I'm in trouble, you guys gotta come to Canada and find me, um... Wait, did you mention, you probably did, that his leg was cut off? Oh yeah, I forgot. No, yeah. He looked down and he's missing a leg. Right. Yeah. When he when he wakes up uh, after passing out, yeah, that, that's the first thing he sees is his leg's been cut off, and yeah. Uh, and Howard's like, oh, that's because the spider bit your leg, and we had to cut it off and all this stuff. So, right. uh, yeah, I, I think at that point that was the only mutation that happens, and then Howard's like telling him over dinner, like you're gonna become a walrus. Yeah. Uh, so then the story kind of goes. Uh, it follows Allie and Teddy, the girlfriend and the friend as they go to Canada to find him. Uh, meanwhile, Howard uh, is getting, is mutilating Wallace and like slowly like, you know, cutting him up into pieces and like attaching flesh in different places and turning him into this walrus. Uh, yeah. And Brian, what, what did you think of the visual, like how he looked as a walrus? Really gross. Right? Like silly, not necessarily funny, but like silly and gross. Yeah. It was a pretty gross movie. Yeah. And the one scene they show him, like, in between, like, he still looks like a person, but he's, like, about to be turned into the walrus, and he's got, like, both of his legs cut off. His arms are, like, sewn to his torso. Yeah. Uh, it It's gross. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah, it's really disturbing. And Yeah. Yeah, I mean, watching this on the plane, I, I, I got pretty, uh, um, I, I felt really awkward, you know, because, you know, in a plane, anyone can see what you're watching. And I was like, yeah. shit, yeah, this, this looks pretty bad. <laughs> this dude next to me is cracking up <laughs> watching this movie about a walrus. Yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> this guy's pretty messed up. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought that was pretty effective. It was really scary, gross. Uh, you know, I haven't seen this movie, uh, Human Centipede. Have you seen that one? I don't want to see it, but this I imagine they're very similar movies. Yeah, kind of gross out factor here, right? Yeah. Yeah. So eventually Wallace is converted into this really like hideous, uh, oh, Wallace is, uh, converted into hideous walrus. And, um, it's, I, I recommend like people kind of Google this image. I mean, it's just, it's very gross and disturbing. Uh, oh yeah. And his tongue has been cut off. So like at this point, all he's doing is basically wailing and screaming. And, you know, I, I thought that was like, yeah, it, it sounded very like animalistic. Um, yeah. I mean, this was like legit stomach turning. Like, yeah. Even though the movie's supposed to be a horror comedy, it was gross. Like exactly, I wanted to barf. Yeah, yeah, no, this is this is really gross. <laughs> uh, hard hard to see, and 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 the guy Howard, uh, you get you get to realize that his whole idea is like he's been wanting to turn people into walrus because of that experience he had where a walrus saved his life, um, and I think you find out later in the movie that that walrus that saved Howard's life uh, at the end of that whole experience which you know happened you know 30 40 years ago he had to kill the walrus uh to survive and now he's been trying to make people into walruses uh so that um he can kind of replay that and hopefully give the walrus a chance 
and and you, you get the sense this isn't the first time he's done it. He's been like kidnapping people and trying to do this for a while. Um, yeah, yeah. So so then Ali and Teddy they've come to Canada. They're trying to track him down. Uh, you know they're going off of off of things. They you know it's it's really hard. They they can't like find too many records of like where this guy went. But they get hooked up with this detective, this uh, uh, Quebec. Uh, do, what do you call people from Quebec? Quebecans. That's a good question. Quebecian. Yeah, Quebecian. Yeah. Quebecan. Yeah, something French like that. Uh, this detective guy, guy, Guy Lapointe or Lapointe or whatever. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Who's, Heavy French accent. Yeah. French Canadian accent. Yeah, yeah. This this guy I thought was hilarious, and it turned out he was Johnny Depp, which it sounds like neither neither of us figured out. But I, this guy killed me, man. Did, did you not think he was that funny? <laughs> I did not. He, he was just like really overacting and like grasping. I mean, he was the funniest part of the movie, and it it wasn't like, oh my god, these are whiffs. But <laughs> they they didn't really land either. Yeah, I mean, he he plays like um, what's that? Is it who's that detective from Pink Panther? Detective uh, Crusoe or something? Or? So, no, I don't know. Yeah, but he's just like this very French detective, and he's kind of like uh, embodies all of that. Like he's very French about like the way he talks and his his, his mannerisms, and uh, yeah, he's very odd. Yeah, this super oddball detective. It's just really interesting because yeah, the movie's like getting really dark and gross, and suddenly this character enters, and it turns out he's been trying to track the serial killer uh, who's been like deforming people. And uh, there's some funny jokes in there, and like you know, they meet him up at like a fast food restaurant, and he's like raving about the the gimlets, and he's like, ah, oh, you know, Quebec's great, but you can't get this like sandwich there, and uh, and, and and you know, you could tell like these American guys are, like getting pissed off, like you know, we're trying to find our friend, and you're just like sitting here like going on about this burger, but he turns out to be a pretty good detective. They go back to like this convenience store, and are able to figure out that you know Wallace was there, and that you know he said where he was going. And they're able to go out uh, to the to where Wallace is and find him. And by that point, he's like this, you know, full walrus. Uh, he's been like eating like raw fish, and the guy's like trying to get him to swim, like putting him in water. And uh, by the time they find him, uh, Wallace, who's now a walrus, was fi- in a, <laughs> fighting uh, Howard, who was dressed as a walrus, and basically kills him with his like uh, his tusks. Is that what you call them? I don't yeah, know. he's like this battle is like to give that walrus a chance because he had to kill the walrus that kept him alive so yeah he's yeah fighting them to see if justin long's character can can best him yeah and he does and he does yeah right right before these guys walk in he like stabs uh the, the howard and, and kills him and then you know his friends and the detective walk in and they they see him and they're like oh my god you know what's happened and and the and, it, and the last thing you see is the detective pointing a shotgun at wallace like ready to put him down and then the scene cuts, and you're like, oh, you know, you don't know what happened. And then, uh, basically, it cuts forward a, a year in the future, and Wallace is now, like, kept at, like, kind of a zoo, and the friends visit him and, like, throw him, like, a fish, and um, and she she says, uh, you know, his, his ex-girlfriend now is, uh, you know, cuts to a flashback of her telling Wallace that, like, the difference between animals and humans are, like, humans can cry and stuff. And so as they walk away, the last thing you see is like Wallace the walrus uh, kind of crying and, and screaming in his uh, walrus voice. Uh, anything I missed there, Brian? Uh, one notable thing was that they played the song Tusk by Fleetwood Mac during the walrus fight scene. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Oh, man, I missed that. that that's pretty smart. Which just upset me. <laughs> As a Fleetwood Mac fan? Yeah, because I can't listen to that song now without thinking of this scene. <laughs> that was during the fight scene? Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's funny. <laughs> Uh, so, Brian, uh, you said you liked this movie. Can you go into why you liked it? <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm going to listen back to this one and be like, man, I sound like an ass. <laughs> um, well, that's what sells. I hate this movie. I, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like, Are you inc- it was mm-hmm. very much like two dudes just came up with this while they were like recording a podcast off the top of their heads. Yeah. And then Kevin Smith because he's Kevin Smith, had the ability to turn it into a movie, even though it was so dumb. Yeah. And you could have made a decent horror comedy out of this plot, but this, it wasn't. I I feel like the tone was all over the place, and the pacing was bad. Like, the scenes Mm -hmm. really went on for a long time. Like, how long were they in that burger store with Johnny oh Depp's character. Oh my god, he's so long. Like, that was like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was a really long scene, I agree. I think I made that note. And there aren't even that many scenes with him yeah. as the walrus being like tortured by the dude, which thankfully, because I didn't want to watch that. Yeah, that was hard to watch. But And then like when they do the flashback of him and his girlfriend to like humanize him and make it seem like he was a good guy, that lasted like 15 minutes. Yeah. And also he's cheating on her. Yeah. Um... With a bunch of the podcast fans, like I feel like this may make me a simpleton, but like I need to like yeah the ma- unless it's gonna be like a very artsy, like very complex movie. Like I need to like the main character in some way. Yeah, sure. And I I didn't at all. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I, uh, that makes sense. I mean, if, if, yeah, if if you don't like any of the people, I mean, didn't you like the? I feel like the girlfriend and the friend are very likable. The friend was not necessarily likable to me because he was just a part of this asshole podcast. And then the girlfriend was, yeah, she was fine. I mean, yeah. Uh, so you're, and also he was cheating on. He was with his best friend's girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was kind of messed up. Uh, I agree. But you know, okay. So first off, the, the first criticism here that you know this was kind of based off like a podcast and like just some you know uh, you know talk of like a crazy concept that eventually went on to become uh, a movie. I mean, we've seen so many horror movies that have, like, the weakest premise at the core, like, have just, like, been something that someone's, like, cocked up. Like, A Quiet Place. It's a world of monsters that, you know, are based on sound and they're going to find anywhere. I mean, how's that any smarter than, than this idea? How is uh, monsters, that hide, monsters That Hunt Based on Sound smarter than a dude who tries to yeah. cut a person up and make them into a walrus yeah that's, that's <laughs> i mean I, I i agree it was, it was, a, it was a it was a dumb premise but i feel like they they built like behind the back of the story so well like on the, on the front end yeah uh, a guy is going around killing people transforming them to be walruses Pre- pretty dumb but the amount of effort that went into building these characters up all like the background flashbacks like i thought uh was a great job of like building the characters even uh michael parks is that his name yeah. Yeah. Like, he's, like, pretty verbose. Like, he's not this guy who just shows up and, like, starts cutting up people and, and mutating them. Like, he's, like, he talks, like, for a long time, even before he gets to the water stuff. And I just feel like they, they put a lot of content in this in, like, f- uh, fleshing out these characters and, like, making them whole. I, I agree with you. The main character isn't, like, a likable guy, and he's kind of, like, this asshole to watch. But at the end of the day, like, I give him props because he was, like, a full 
believable character like hey that you know we know assholes and they're, they're just like that or uh you know this kind of dynamic between him and, and this his like other podcaster and his girlfriend like yeah i mean that's possible it's just like these characters felt like pretty believable as crazy and as stupid as the plot was yeah the characters weren't horrible i'll give you that but i yeah. just i don't know so much of the surroundings the atmosphere the tone the script like i didn't i didn't care yeah, <laughs> you weren't you were like bought into it, and there weren't any like complex moments of like character development or anything. There wasn't like any nuance to the characters. They basically like just tell you like this is who this character is. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing like skillful about the way their backgrounds were presented. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that that's true. Uh, it 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 almost is kind of like two dimensional, right? Yeah, but like, I. Mm-hmm. The Michael Parks guy just tells who he is and gives his whole life story, and then the only thing you know about the main character, Justin Long's character, is from a flashback where she explains like who he is. It's just like very obvious. Yeah. Have you ever heard the term exposition? Uh, I mean, I've heard the term, but not not in this context. It's essentially just like the movie telling you oh. explicitly like what's going on or like yeah. the background of characters. Yep. Um, Rather than showing you. I feel like I'm not doing a good job explaining it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has to be done some way, I think, but... Well, like, you can spell it out or you can, like, kind of infer it sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now I hear you on that. Um, but I, I don't know, like, you, even uh, Michael Park's character, um, I mean, even, you know, you meet him and, you know, you kind of get the feeling he's a creepy guy, uh, but, you know, he's got this whole backstory, he's been, like, abused, and, he, like, these are kind of complicated characters. Uh, I mean... Yeah, they're kind of painted on early, but um, I don't know. I, I think the main point of this movie, and, and when we talk about like character development, is it comes to that last scene where like the walrus is crying, and the whole movie, you know, the girlfriend's like on on this guy for like you know being an asshole and like not being human and not having emotions, and that's like how he's being portrayed, like this arrogant like guy from L.A. And uh, and even like uh, Michael Parks's character, like when he's transforming this guy into walrus, he's trying to say like walruses are better than humans because humans like just do all the suffering. And uh, to me, like the end here, like is something. There's some big point in this movie about like what it means to be human, and uh, you know how this guy like transforms from you know being a human but like being an asshole to being a walrus but maybe like having more of his humanity back or something. And so I feel like there's another level to this movie. To quote the movie, is man indeed a walrus at yeah, heart? Exactly. Hey, what's what's that from? From this movie. <laughs> oh, I I thought that might have been a bigger quote. There's that Beatles song, right, about a walrus. Oh yeah, I am the walrus. What what is? I think there's like some big. Uh, what what is the the meaning of the walrus in like literature and stuff? Like what? Why do people say that? I don't know what he meant by that. I'm not sure if anybody does. Yeah. Hardcore Beatles fans are probably wanting to reach through there. <laughs> yeah, like you guys. <laughs> you know, I know. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think there was a symbolism here about like walruses, humanity. Uh, yeah, what, what it means to be human, all all that stuff wrapped into like the silly movie, which while it's like labeled as like a comedy, dark comedy movie, I, I think it was just a dark horror movie with a yeah, not a lot of comedy in it. But I don't know. 
Yeah, agree to disagree. I think summarizes this episode. <laughs> any uh, any scenes that you uh, liked or didn't like, or any, anything else you want to call out on it? Uh, I think I'm good. Okay, all right. So yeah, it, it obviously it wasn't that scary a movie, right? More just kind of the gross out factor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's good. Well, so on a scale of uh, zero to five, uh, walrus uh, penis bones. Uh, how many would you give this? <laughs> zero. Oh my god, that's not even. Did I say zero? I thought it starts at one. <laughs> I think we normally do zero to five. Oh, okay, uh, that's fair. Zero, man, that's that's brutal. I I'm, I'm, I think I hated this movie more than any movie I've ever seen. That's surprising. Yeah, I, I thought Teeth would have been your at least favorite, but uh, this, this is good. Yeah, I mean Teeth Teeth had more layers to it, and like had <sighs> Teeth was bad too, but. <laughs> I wanted this one to be over from the moment it started. Oh, man. You got to get on a plane and watch this, man. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get on this yeah. this plane movie thing. Yeah. That should be our new uh, podcast, Plane Movie Club. We, yeah. We like all this uh, Where I try to, I'm on the ground and talking to you and you're just giggling the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Different perspectives from different altitudes. Yeah, yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty good. I, I like where this is going. Uh, I think I'd have to give it. I I would give this three and a half uh, of those false premises. I it wasn't that scary, but I thought like for a weak premise, I I thought the dialogue was great. I thought Justin Long was like a great actor and and nailed the part. And I was I was on a plane and I was impressed. That's that's in in a. In a uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote from you. I was on a plane and I was impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's very low bars. <laughs> but you should work that into a song. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I I, th- I thought it was pretty smart and well well uh, well done. Um, and yeah, it, it kept me entertained. Um, but yeah, not definitely not for everyone for sure. Yeah, I would. I mean, this is on Netflix, so. If your interest is at all perked, you should check this out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I always love it when you and I can disagree on a, on a good one. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't in a while. I know. I know. I have a feeling we're, we have a few ahead of us that we're going to disagree on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Uh, anything else to add? That's all I got. I'm glad this is over. <laughs> all right. Cool. Well, uh, listeners, that's all for this episode. We hope you enjoyed our discussion today about Tusk. Uh, if you want to join the discussion, we encourage you to follow Horror Movie Club Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. We're at Horror Movie Pod on Twitter. Or shoot us an email at podcast at horrormovieclub.com. And be sure to check Facebook or Twitter out. Uh, or ch- check those out for our next week's movie in case you want to watch it before the next episode. Uh, our logo is done by Amy Mae Popart, so check her out on Etsy.com. And until next time, if you're considering going to Canada to get uh, mutilated into some kind of sea creature, Make sure to stop by and pick up a Gimli slider before you get there, because apparently you don't get those in Quebec, and Johnny Depp loves those. <laughs>